Today's episode is with Lena Carvajal, and I wanted to get Lena on for two reasons. Firstly, she has a fascinating story about going from being an engineer to an art therapist and an artist. And this was something I wanted to explore because I have people around me who work in jobs like engineering and long to be you know, part of them longs to be an artist. So that was a conversation that I really wanted to explore. But there was another element to this. So Lena had a little bit of fear throwing herself out there to be on a podcast because English is her second language. And that was even more of a reason for me to want to have this conversation. In podcasting, we need to hear more diverse voices. And if you're a podcaster listening to this, I urge you to get out of your comfort zone and start having conversations with people who offer a completely different worldview to you, who have had completely different experiences to you and come from completely different cultural backgrounds. It is so important that we use our platform to get voices out there that aren't necessarily English as first language. And I wanted to get Lena on here to show anyone who's listening to this particular episode that you don't you don't have to have perfect English to make a really fascinating podcast guest. You don't have to have English as a first language in order for people to be able to listen to you. Your voice is equally as important as anybody else's. So, without further ado, let me introduce to you Lena Carvajal. Creativity, self-expression, and feelings. Creativity, self-expression, and feelings. Make some noise. It's a podcast. Okay, let's hear it. So today on Make Some Noise, I'm joined by Lena Carvajal, and I got her on because she had sent a little, uh, I guess, pitch saying that she had been an engineer and eventually explored herself as an artist. And I found this fascinating. Uh, mostly because I see this happen quite a lot out in the world, people who are in that very, is it right brain kind of place where they're working in very, not necessarily dry, but not artistically creative jobs and it really impacting on their mental health. And so I was interested to explore this for those of you out there who um, might be in a job that isn't really fitting and you've got like this little inner artist kind of whispering to you that it wants to come out. So, Lena, can you talk, go back in time to actually let's go like way back in time to you as a child. Were you a kind of creative little being back then? Of course. Okay, I am aware that I had a strong accent, and I hope everyone can understand me perfectly. I'm doing my best effort here, and it's the first time that I'm doing this kind of thing. Um, I grew up in Colombia in a little farm, of um, coffee farm. So my parents are farmers. And I grew up with a feeling of um, poor little thing. She's not able to do many things. And I hate it. I always want to pray through so when I finished my high school uh, in the little town called Pitalito, I went to Bogota, the capital city of Colombia. And at that time, my question wasn't about what I want to be in life, why is my strange, what are my passions. It was more about survival. What is the thing that is going to pay when I finish my university? So I was enjoying my math size so I joined to the engineering side and I finished as an engineer and I was working in a banking sector so I did industrial engineering and this one is about processes and processing about in production side but as well as uh, human resources mm -hmm. when I went through all my my sponsorship at the end of the career I realized that 
I couldn't cope with people that are doing exactly the same thing over and over and over again in a in a context of um, production. So I say no, I cannot deal with this. I choose my wrong, completely wrong. So I stake at the bank and I develop all the financial side or the engineering side and using my process to be very successful in the career at the bank. So I got promoted once, I got promoted again, I got promoted again, and I was in the layer to what I thought was I meant to be in life, you know? Mm -hmm. You had a good job, you had a career, you had a good job, you had a good money, all goes well. But what happened was when I finished my career, at the same year, my brother, that was 33 years old, passed away. And that was completely shocking for myself. Mm -hmm. Because I say, wow, I, I had all this feeling of achieving things in life, but what about if it's myself that I'm going? How old I, were you at that time? If he was 33, were you younger than him or? Younger, yes, like 25, 23. Wow. So... That was my point of um, start looking in a different direction in my life and start completely be honest with myself, where I was at at that moment in my life. So since then, I started a little bit of crisis and start reading a lot of self-help books, try to understand what is this life, what is the meaning, what is this. So it was difficult for myself to just resign from uh, everything that from outside look perfectly, you know, the mm. good job, payment, a good everything. It's like I call that part of my life like a bubble. Like I was completely leaving the expectation of what society put in my mind at that time. So to break through that, I decided to come to Australia to study English for one year just because I wasn't able to break through there in the same environment. So I came to Australia and I uh, started studying English and then I applied for the permanent resident I got without any travel. So I said to myself, wow, like John Lennon said, life is that what happened to you while you are busy making other <laughs> That is so true. So yeah. I said, why? I had all this plan to come here, study English and back to Colombia. And again, you know, my mind was like, wow, if I had been doing so great without English at all, imagine when I back to Colombia to the same bank with English, I'm going to be um, exponential more, you know? So, but then I received a permanent resident here, another car on my life come and I say, okay. It took me three three months. I back to Colombia. Think about it. What I gonna do it? So, <laughs> did were you thinking at that stage you'd come over and still do engineering, or would you were you thinking that you'd come over and just have a complete life change? I was in a in a transition already because what happened is, and this is interesting, when I arrived here with my big ego, you know, this corporate side that I had many people that I had all this done for myself. And here I wasn't able to communicate it. Mm. So because the language wasn't there, I feel completely unknown. And that hit a lot my myself. And I was in, in, in pain. Because yeah, I it would kind of be like, I imagine like totally not, but kind of like when you're at school and you're the big grade sixer before you at the end of primary school and you're like king of the school and then you go into high school and you're at the kind of bottom level again, which is so wrong because, like, you know, all it is is a language barrier, really. Like it shouldn't be, it's not that your skills aren't any less, but I guess that's the, yeah. It's something that for me was a big, big transition for myself mm. internally just to realize that because I couldn't speak the English, everything that I had been building, all the personas wasn't there. So it was painful, and I started asking bigger questions even. So if I am not the manager at the bank, who I am? And I was fascinated. I started reading more. I started investigating more. And... 
then I, okay, I went to Colombia. I think I need more time to be here to really focus on my English because it was very emotional at the beginning. Like I say, it's not easy to just drop everything that you thought or you had been building yourself on and just to start again. Mm. So I back to Australia. I decided to be one year more, but that one year now is 15 years in Australia. <laughs> so, and that had been a big uh, transition in my life. So I can see my life that I had been dying, dying many times to my previous persona. <laughs> so that was one of my decisions at that time without know. However, what the fish does when he feels lost, he back to the world again. So what I mean for that is I back to the banking sector here in Australia because I know very well, I was doing very well in Colombia, so why not here? Yeah, so it's I, familiar, right? And in, when we're in a completely unfamiliar place, it's almost human nature to want to control some aspect of it and that comes in familiar familiar I can't even say that word <laughs> familiarity <laughs> you know like what yeah what is familiar is um is safe right exactly so I back to my safety size to like the fish back to the water so I start there I start working again and then I realized that wasn't about the bank that wasn't about myself that something was missing. I start feeling again the inadequacy. And inadequacy? <laughs> I start feeling that I wasn't in the right place. I start feeling lost. I start feeling disconnected. And ah, it was a moment in my life that I say, okay, I, I, I need to do something about it. So that was 2008. I was this um, financial crisis. And the bank called me for a redundancy. So I received that one as a sign from this, from the God to say, okay, you have money now, go and figure out what is really the meaning of your life. So I was lost, Carl. I was lost. I didn't know what really made sense for myself, what made me feel happier. What is the, what is my singing voice? What is that I dance without any trouble? So to me, long time to figure out. I went to different meditations. I went to different groups. I went to explore, try to get close to myself. I didn't notice before that I was disconnected of my real essence, what is important for myself. So what happens was, um, after two years, I realized that I really want to be in contact with people and help people. So I get involved with art therapies. And that was my first connection with the art. And so and had you been to art therapy before? Or how, how did you kind of come across art therapy? It's because that was a synchro destiny in my life. Mm -hmm. I was looking for counseling things, but... At the university that I went to ask for information, there was, I didn't feel right. The person that gave me the information was very rude to myself. And I said, no, doesn't feel right. If I want to change career now, I want to feel okay in the next step in my life. So I just turned around and I found this institute and I just get in. I was completely welcoming, so beautiful. And they explain all, everything. I had a lot of concerns, you know. As an engineer, my mind works for results and I want to touch. <laughs> so this person said, but unfortunately, the counseling course already started. You cannot be there, uh, but I offer you to art therapies course. And I said, but I am no artist. How I can do that, you know? Even the word art was for me like, ooh. But she said, no, you don't need to be an artist. It's not, about the, it's not about the end results. It's not about to be a masterpiece of art here. It's about the process of making the art. Which as an engineer would be something that you could really understand, right? Because it was all about processes. and Exactly. So then a little bit the 
the vocabulary was there. Okay, it's a process, it's something, okay, I can get this one. So I joined there, and that is when all this journey started, to be connected with that part of my creative side that I never experienced before. So I remember one of the activities when they bring all the colors, all the crayons, a painting and everything, and I was, oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> yes, I know that feeling. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. A blank page is a lot of pressure. <laughs> so said, Don't worry, just start with one line, one point, one color. And that's what I started. And I start let it go and let it go. And I say, okay, I'm going to give permission here to be a mess. I'm going to be opposite to what I had been until now, you know, very structured, very, I, I move because I know where I'm going, you know, I give my foot at front because I know what I'm heading for. So this was completely unknown for myself. So I start the process of discovering the unknown with all these past belief and all my my back but giving the options to making the process so that was a big exploration for myself and what happened in that transition was and one of the things that art therapy does is bring out the internal map of your life so from there I start understanding myself to put in a context Carly is like if you go to New York with a map, but the map that you had holding in your hands is from Los Angeles. Yeah. So I start putting like that, you know, I, I feel like all my life I have been navigated this life with a different map. And that map was full of expectations, what I need to do, what I need to be, what I need to say it even. In a corporate side, I always had a smile and I was very pleased people. So it was everything about others, never about myself. Even when I go into restaurant, it was difficult to choose my own food, you know, because it was difficult. Mm. Like I had the choices in front of me or being that part of, for me it's better if you came me or I always say, I am, I am easy, anything. But it's because I didn't, want to have a risk, even in the small things. So through all this process, I realized how this illuminate my subconscious side. And I start looking myself in a different perspective, understanding myself better. And did you and find I, yourself enjoying the creativity? It was. Yeah, so there was joy there. Completely. So it's just dropping the expectation mm. and just allow yourself to be there and be okay. So that was huge release for myself. And I can see that is one of the big things that we need in this society. Yeah. Be more open, be more vulnerable, express ourselves. Yeah, I find that a lot of people say, I'm not creative but they've never actually given themselves the opportunity to explore their creativity. I mean, everyone's creative. In order to come up with processes, you are using creativity, right? It's just that the art sense can feel quite overwhelming for someone who has never explored that themselves. So, you know, and it may be that like in at, pr at primary school, you were drawing a picture and a teacher had you know, I don't know, like someone had said, what is that? And you've thought it was really clear and the person hasn't understood and you've thought, oh, well, then that makes me a bad artist. So then shut down that part of you. And then to reconnect to it as an adult can be really overwhelming and challenging because we do have such a strong sense of identity. And, mm. you, and if it's not as an artist, then there's all of these you know, voices inside our head telling us the reasons why we can't just throw paint on a canvas. It has to mean something. We have to make it into something. It has to have a purpose. It, like all, we all have different, you know, I guess uh, you were talking about personalities before and having like a work persona. And, uh, and it's kind of like that, right? We've got these little personas that are saying, oh no, but you're not an artist. And what are you doing here? That looks crap. 
So, you know, like looking at a canvas, a blank canvas, um, you know, it's a brave thing to be able to pick up something and commit to it, right? Exactly. And just let it flow and let it be. So it's about like now that you're talking about the canvas, life is a canvas. Mm. You are the painter. Just throw the, the colors in. But even that is overwhelming when you have this system and this structure. So just to pick a color, just to... So that is why creativity is so important in our life because that helping us to be okay with the failure in a way that to be able to produce something new, you just need to take risks. Yeah, and, and I feel like, um, you know, you were talking before about like being out and not even really being able to decide what to eat from a menu. And that that's another thing that gets in a lot of people's way, right? Because it's very hard to, yeah, we've been so conditioned into a certain way, seeking answers externally, needing to have a plan uh, that that just allowing yourself to express yourself creatively without structure can be just too big of a jump. Exactly. So for me, it was like, I come from a competitive side, and that is one of the situations that happen in corporate side. You feel very competitive all the time. So in a competitive way, you are not creative because you need to follow. Mm. So how did you how did you how did you deal with that? Because that that feels like a big transition to make from someone who couldn't decide what to eat off a menu to someone who can just throw some stuff down and be okay with that. Because you know, for someone who has been around a lot of systems and processes and living inside a very defined existence, to then suddenly have like the complete unknown, like you know, how do you how do you let this is a big question, <laughs> probably a million dollar question, but how do you how do you move from that place where you do have a really strong, not necessarily inner critic, but a really strong rule keeper inside you? How do you go from that to like creating without judgment? Yeah. For me, life is a journey. And this is a journey that we just need to realize that we need to start doing somehow. So always help me that quote that is somewhere that you need to start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can. So with that thing, because we always put in the future. When I had this, I don't have time. But we need to remember that we need to make time for exploring ourselves. And I started adopting mindset to help me to go through and enjoy the journey. So I always remember myself, it's not about the end product, it's about the process. And doesn't need to be perfect. Because I came from a perfectionist life that need to be give results all the time, showing up, please people. To be someone that with acceptance. That is okay to be who I am and it's okay to embrace each part of myself. And in all this awareness and back to my authenticity, creativity has been huge. Because when I start getting in touch with that creative part of myself is when I start breaking through mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. own personas, my own identities, and just allowed to be. Yeah, I mean, that's the gift of, the cre- of creativity is that it gives you a really clear insight into those, um, yeah, into your own process you know, the things that are getting in the way, the stories that are stopping you from creating. There's no better way than sitting down and doing something creative to see where you're being stopped in life. Is there really? It is. And amazed me that I didn't do that before. And I know that many people are there because I was there. So when I finished my job and I got exhausted, I went home and I had a couple of glasses of wine. These days, I have one empty white paper and some colors. 
and sometimes it's just start making scrawls and see what is coming from there, you know? And start shifting what I put in my energy before because I don't want to sit with my emotions. And now how I can incorporate different things to deal with. So don't need to be so difficult. We just need to realize that it's easy, it's simple, and really help to connect with ourselves. So that has been a journey for myself. After that, I did uh, counseling because when I opened my inner work with art and all this, I said, wow, this is very powerful. I need more tools to helping people navigate and understand their own map. Yeah, because I guess the gift for you in this has been that you started not really knowing who you were, using the creative process and using art and expression as a way to get to know yourself. Um, So it's like you were not only learning, or this is how I see it anyway, my interpretation is that you, you not only were learning how to be an art therapist, but you were also learning who you were. Yes, it was discovering myself, rediscovering. And that is through creativity and art, when we express who we are. So you need to come up with inside of you. And it's beautiful processes. So after all, I say, okay, now I need to incorporate something that feels lighter. So I did life coach. And now I use all these techniques just to doing transformation in people. So through all this process, what I find myself was like, I'm going to put like Matias de Stefano say, uh, imagine that you are an um, apple tree and you just decide that you don't want to be apple tree. So most of the time when you're talking about change, it's like you just don't want, instead to give apples, you want to produce oranges. And in doing that process, we're just fighting and we get confused. And that is in a corporate side, you know. We are this person, but we try to fit another one. So instead to be an apple and be so empowered of being an apple and be the best apple that I can be, I want to be orange, you know, because mm-hmm. it, the orange are the ones that have everything, have the juice and they look nice and I love that color. So all that comparison, that competition, completely get out from who you are to believe that you need to be somebody else. And then instead to be aware and acceptance that I am an apple tree and instead to try to be that orange, I want to be the best apple that I can be. So how I can transform myself, how I can become the best version of who I am, how I can produce the best apple that everyone wants. And just because I I am able to do that. So through all this process, I start like that. I put myself as a tree (laughs) and see that instead to try to change myself, I want to transform. And instead to put all my my focus in the things of my weakness, it's better to put all my focus in my strengths and how I can explore that. So these days to to give me that sense of that it's okay to be who I am. And when I see that competitive side or that all Lina comes alone, I remember myself by saying, okay, Lina, you don't need to fly if you are a fish. So all these little mindsets have been helping me to honor who I am, give the voice, to that apple that I am, that Lina that I am, with all my background, with all what I grown up, with all the expectations that I had on my own, and somehow have helping me to just liberating from expectation from others and liberating me from expectation of society and just back to myself, don't looking for approval. Uh, and just be myself and accept that who I am is okay 
Um, yeah, because yeah. it is incredibly frustrating to be, knowing from my own experience, it is incredibly frustrating to be an apple and want to be an orange and, you know, <laughs> and knowing, you know, the world not seeing you as the orange, even though you so desperately want to be the orange. It's kind of like, uh, you know, I don't know, like it, it, the classic Disney movie where it's like Tinkerbell, she she wants to be anything but a tinker. You know, she wants to be the nature fairy and the this fairy, but she's the tinker. And so often it's like it's almost like a hero's journey, you know, like our own Disney fairy tale where we where we try to be everything else and then once we come to that level of acceptance that who we are is actually pretty spectacular because it's only that we've been taught that we're not enough at some point that we start to believe it and want to be the orange, right? Exactly. And in doing that process is a lot of suffering. Even part of my journey here is when I get into the bank again and I knew it, that I'm doing very well in Colombia and I know my capacities to be here very well known. So I said, no, I don't want to be there. I, I just want to... Even with the small thing that I did, and I was praising very well, so I said no. And all this, my subconscious, what did was okay. I no study English anymore. I know if I don't have good English, I'm gonna be here, stuck here, because that fear of that I want to be the orange. <laughs> so all that process of recognizing and be okay with the tree that I am, and be okay with my roots and be okay with my experiences, and be okay with the flower that I am at the moment, have been amazing. Empower myself and liberating. So that comes from acceptance, that comes from, from peel out all these layers of identity, die to that ones. I remember when I delete from LinkedIn, my profile as a banker. I was in tears, I suffering. I feel like I really died. So I feel like my life in my life I had been dying to different aspects of my life. When I come from Colombia speaking Spanish and start incorporating English in my being and feel that even if I speak Spanish or speak English, I am the same person, all these layers, no? And at the same time, when I transitioning from being a manager from a bank to nowhere because I didn't know what is next for myself and then incorporate all this creativity part in my life and all this, it had been amazing, you know? But yes, if people are listening to this, know that this is a journey. And it's a beautiful journey. And sometimes it's painful, Carly, because it's oh, yeah. painful oh, to yeah. resign from who you think you become, you know. But I remember these days I let the quote, the definition about health. And they say, health is when you, in the last day that you are in this earth time, you meet the person that you Suppose you become, but you didn't because you had too much fear to be that. And I say, wow. Yeah, that's pretty confronting, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. And it's quite similar when that happened when my brother passed away, you know? What about if he's myself? So this is life? So I had been there. I had been in the corporate side. I had been in the painful situation that you are competitive and you always looking for approval and you always do the right thing. And I have been going and navigate through my own process to become authentic. And have been amazing in terms of health. Because my physical health had been changed. I feel invigorated. I feel my well-being is holistic. So 
Yeah, well, I mean, it sounds like, you know, and and this is not uncommon, right? When we're living a life that doesn't necessarily feel like, I don't know, you know, sometimes you just wake up in your life and you're like, oh, I'm here. This is not where I thought I would be. You know, and one way that so many people deal with that, like if they're having too much stress at work or too much going on in their life, this is myself included. I've had like over the past, you know, few months, I've had a lot of really uh, huge things happen and it has made me uh, feel very anxious and go back to some pretty emotionally dark places uh, where before I, but, but this time it was different because I was like, you know, this is where I am. This is, this is what is going on for me right now. And I'm just going to feel it. I'm just going to allow myself to feel really scared or allow myself to feel really whatever it is that I was feeling. Uh, where before I would have sat down and drank wine. Um, or whatever, not wine. I wasn't really a wine drinker, but I would have found some un- uh, less healthy way to avoid my emotions rather than actually feeling them. And this time I, I felt them, but I also used, you know, art therapy myself in, or just like, you know, using creativity, not necessarily art therapy, but creativity as a way to just sit there and, and be. So it was like having a really stressful day. You know what? I'm just going to carve out 10 minutes to go and do something as simple as just like, you know, coloring in. Or, um, you know, another time I did a painting, uh, another time we made like a little star thing with wool and, you know, ice, icy pole sticks or whatever, like something that gets us out of the constant thinking in our head and into creating something is really helpful for us to process. It's a healthier way to process what's going on for us than grabbing a bottle of wine and and downing it, which is, you know, obviously if you're then moving away from those kind of habits, because another habit for me is to go and buy a block of chocolate, you know, or or eat, eat some shit food. And so when you're when you've got different outlets for your expression and your emotional expression, then your your body does improve as a side effect of that because you're not making necessarily shitty choices because of the way you don't want to feel. Mm. I always see that life always brings us lots of challenge and it's up to us how we deal with them and notice the difference. You know, the, the Carly that was three years ago, the one that deal with the same issues or probably worse issues this year, last year, the last two months. Be aware of the improvement, self-awareness as well, you know? And that comes with, with wanted. And I love one, one of the, your episodes that you say, even if we cheat the way that we ask questions sometimes, instead to asking what do I, what I want, what was the question? What do you want? What happened if we say, what do you want to create? Mm. Completely different. Change the energy. Changes, it us- puts us in an empowered position, right? Because we're no longer saying this is what I want, which kind of makes it, it, it hands the power over, like now deliver it to me. Instead of asking that, we ask what do we want to create because then that puts us in the position of power to be able to create it rather than be a victim to what's going on. And, you know, that's like what has been going on personally for me over the last few months has been a lot of stuff that is is completely out of my control, you know, and we can think about positive thinking and all that kind of jazz, but there life sends us challenges and often we don't have a lot of control over them, particularly when it's like someone we love who is unwell or, uh, you know, all of those things that we don't necessarily have any control over. And so within that, we have to find some way of not controlling, but some way of either accepting that this is the, this is life and this is what happens. We have power over how we react to it, not what, not the actual things that are happening to us, you know? And that's a beautiful place to be, just to be with the acceptance and, and that's life. That's the opportunity for us, you know. They say life is the question, how you live is the answer. 
So how we navigate there and be okay, be okay with any answer that you had to life with any challenge. So don't compare with anyone else. Just feel okay in your skin. And like the stone, you know, the stone can't but always go. We just don't need to freak out or just mm-hmm. take it, is it temporary. So it's yeah. temporary. Yeah. No? Yeah, and when we're in it, like like this is the thing, when we're in it, it often f- is so all-consuming that we we forget that it will pass, you know, and whether that is you're in the middle of like a cash flow crisis. Like, you know, as an entrepreneur, I've had many times where I've been really, really stressed because the money's going out quicker than it's coming in and it can put me in this place of like, oh, my God, I'm completely powerless to this. Um but we're not. We still have some power in the way that we allow it to consume us. And that's a really great, you know, tool to use is to come back to rem- reminding yourself that it's just a storm. It's temporary. It'll blow over. You know, it it doesn't have to take us with it. No, exactly. And and it's okay. What are you feeling? It's okay. Just allow it. Don't be afraid. Just with all this process of being creative and expressing yourself, the only thing that you are getting is self-compassion, understanding that it's okay to be there. And that happens when we stop looking for approval. And that happens when we stop, yes, I think it's about approval and that everything that comes. Yeah, approval is so big. And, you know, and, and part of human nature too, right? We don't want to beat ourselves up for, you know, seeking approval either. Like that's that self-compassionate piece, right? It's like it's not just about um, being compassion. It's about having compassion for all aspects of ourselves rather than just the ones that we deem appropriate. Exactly. Back to the tree is like know that the, the apple is red, tasting the way that it's tasting, and it's okay. And some people gonna enjoy the apple, some people don't, and it's okay. But because we don't really assume the juicy that we are, sometimes we just fighting in that comparison, and we always want to be the orange because we think that orange is look better, you know. So no red, I want to be orange. So things like that have been helping me as well to remember that life, life is not about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. So I put all these things in my mind and helping me, uh, even in the kitchen, be so creative. Sometimes I just don't want to go to shopping until I don't spend everything that I have in the kitchen because I know that that forced me to think in a different way, put ingredients in different things and create different recipes. And what a great, like, this was something that I can't even remember where, I don't know where to attribute this to, but I remember hearing, listening to an audio book or something where someone was talking about ways to, uh, you know, improve your creativity because it doesn't have to look like you expressing yourself on a canvas. It can be you in the kitchen. It can be you in the garden. And this was like the tip that I really loved was it doesn't even have to be that, right? Like, one of the people had in whatever the book was, I can't remember, I wish I could remember what it was. If anyone listening knows what it is, let me know. <laughs> um, but it, the idea was that you you can, uh, what's the word, like exercise your creative muscles by doing things as simple as, okay, so I've got to go to Coles today. I'm going to go, you know, or, or you got to drop the kids off at school every day, whatever it is go to work every day. I'm going to find a different way to go each day so that you're not just walking down doing the same old thing over. And it's like, you know, we create those pathways in our brain from doing the same thing over and over and over again. And then it's almost like an erosion. You know, it's like when we see sheep trails going and they've just walked back and forth, back and forth, back and forth so far that 10 years after the sheep are gone, the trail's still there because it's been, you know, so heavily worn path. Whereas if we can open up our minds just by practicing simple things like that, like how could I, you know, how can I get from here to there in 10 different ways? 
then it is opening up our minds a little more, you know, and that and that's a form of creativity too. Exactly. It's a, a small exercise in that they say, okay, take this bot and see, tell me all the ways that you can use it. Just by a small task, you know. You don't need to be in a painting stuff or something. Sometimes just put different, different kind of music and just start dancing. See what is the movement that comes to you. See how you can. It's just by yeah. And even the gift of like just even doing that, playing a track, even if it feels so, so awkward, I know that feeling of like, you know, now we're going to do a dance exercise in a personal development course and I'm just like all in my head, oh, God, everyone's looking at me, I'm doing this wrong. What do I do with my arms? I'm not really sure what I'm doing here. But even just like the gift of having awareness of those voices is enough reason to press play and awkwardly dance, you know, because then you're like, oh, you know, then you're like, oh, God, I'm feeling really uncomfortable in my body. Having awareness of that is so important so that, so that we can be, so that we can come to that place of acceptance and be like, yeah, you know what, I'm feeling really awkward about that, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's because not- if you had stayed safe and you hadn't allowed yourself to, to, to give yourself permission to explore, you'd still be an engineer, not, you know, working at the bank, not really enjoying life, coming home, drinking a few wines, more wines than you should, um, you know, like, not making the most of this life and then at the end of it you're you as this delicious apple coming up to you at the end of your life and you living there trying to be this orange and then looking at the apple and being like oh I see the beauty in that now what a shame I spent my whole life trying to be something else exactly you summarize completely beautiful (laughs) what I try to say Carly and yes like Picasso say Every child is a, an artist. The problem is when we're growing up. So it's just reconnecting with this child that all we want to play, don't take things so seriously. Just and remember that time, you know, like when you just want to, talking about monsters, talking about oh, everything is possible as well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's embrace that part of us that is still within us. But because we are so busy making other things we don't allow to really completely embrace and live the life that we already decide. So true. We're so busy living other people's dreams that we end up, you know, mm. pushing ours to the side. Exactly. So all this is about this journey for life, the journey of be who you are, accepting the delicious apple, orange or whatever, putting flowers if you like. <laughs> But from that, the expression is going to be unique. From that expression and the end result or masterpiece is given a form. And that is true creativity. We don't need to follow. We just need to be creative in, from, wherever, from wherever, wherever we are. Yeah, so true. It doesn't, this is the key here, right? Is it doesn't creativity, and this is what this whole show is about. It doesn't need to look a certain way, you know, it for, yeah, it's like that. It comes back to that apple and orange thing again, right? It's your own flavor, whatever, whatever expression you choose. And it's okay to try things on, you know? Exactly. I love this quote from this artist from America. He said the the every good artist paints what he is, but he going on explaining what is an artist. And he said the artist is whatever who is making some difference. So some people decide that they're gonna make a difference through painting, with the paintings, with the brushes. Some people decide that they're gonna make a difference with the hammer. Some people decide they're gonna make a bit different with the pen. So we are an artist already. This life is an opportunity for us to express ourselves. And that uniqueness that we are, that is the end result that you are looking for. And that is beautiful in the way that it is with all the trouble, with all the challenge, with all the life situations. Life never is going to start. We accept it. And we just enjoy it from where we are, you know. 
Beautiful. One last question. Do you have an exercise or something that we could give a go to see, like a way to connect back to, you know, who we are? For me, help me um, because everything is about the mind. So I was living in my mind all the time. So this time I just need to use the, the awareness or stop. So stop, take a breath, completely observe what is going on, but not outside here in my body. So feeling my body. Because most of the time when I am out in the mind and I am so busy, I don't know what is my body. Yeah. And making a choice or awareness. So this is what I am feeling. Take a little bit of a moment to realize from where is that feeling. Would you like to change that feeling or just accept it and be there? It's going to pass. And have that powerful in your mind that everything is about choice. So it's up to us what we made of every moment in our life. So that helped me a lot using the STOP acronymous. STOP, take a brief, observe, and making a choice. That's beautiful. In fact, that's exactly where my journey started. I um. I remember going to see a a naturopath when I was first diagnosed with depression and she had said to me, oh gosh, she was very, you know, intuitive, um, yeah, kind of a little bit witchy and she was like, oh my God, your energy is just like so everywhere. It's like not in your body at all. You are floating all over the place. And she was like, what I want you to do is just set an alarm on your phone to go off every hour. And just when that happens, I want you to just imagine your energy coming back into you. And so I started doing it and then I adapted it slowly to where I was at. So um, eventually it became the alarm going off every hour, me making sure when it went off, correcting my posture because I have a tendency to kind of, you know, just slouch around. So correcting my posture, taking a couple of big, deep belly breaths and then feeling. So it was like, what can with my senses, what can I smell? What am I seeing? What am I feeling? What, you know, what's feeling in my body? And I had a choice element in there too. What, what, you know, am I okay here or do I need to do something to change for when the next timer goes off? So it is such a powerful exercise. Practice awareness at the end. Yeah. And I mean, what a great gift is, you know, practicing because awareness isn't just about you know, it's not just some spiritual concept. It's actually having physical awareness, being inside your body. Because when we are present, such a cliche, but when we are present, then everything is okay. We we can have some level of acceptance in the present because we're not forward projecting or backward projecting. We're just here, you know. And it's a process to be there. We need passion to be there. When we have been so much time in our head and the head is the one that organizing our life that we can get from point A to point B without being during the trajet. Most of the people traveling this life like that. Uh, it's a process yeah. to just to start taking the moment to realize. So I use that practice when I was driving. So I said, okay, this time I'm going to be in my car, you know. I'm going to feel my hands. I'm going to feel that. <laughs> I'm going to see what is in front of me. Be more present. Small things. If I was in the office, so I started using my left hand. And I say, I never get the opportunity to this hand, you know. I was so conditioning to use right hand. Uh, maybe, and I started exploring and I just doing small things. So things like that helps. Yeah, I like the left-handed thing or using the opposite hand because it does open up different pathways in your brain too. And just yeah. by curiosity, Carly, it's just a curiosity to be in a different position and be okay with that. So just using, I am the right hand, so I, but giving the opportunity to left hand, doing something, and don't criticize, don't judge, nothing. I say, wow. So I start putting compliments, and I start breaking through all the patterns that I have. So small exercises, 
uh, like I say, in cooking, in putting different kind of music, go, like you say, go in different paths, put your alarm and stop and doing something different, stress yourself, just always bring your attention to the body. That has been helping me a lot. Totally, because, you know, the mind plays a role, but what was it you said, that what was the John Lennon quote you said? Life is that what is that life is that that is happening to you while you are busy making other plans. Exactly. So our head can think of the plan, um, but you know what we forget there is that there needs to be an element of trust where we think we're going isn't necessarily where we're meant to be going, and we have to be open enough and present enough to allow life to take us in that direction because yeah. so often we get stuck in those expectations and it's a cause of discomfort when we are there expecting that we're an orange and we're an apple. Exactly. And the other thing is that we had this expectation that we're going to feel so good when we reach the top of the mountain. And what happened when we reach the top of the mountain and nothing happened? Yeah, we and look you, around and there's a bigger one next to us. Exactly. Or well, that saying that the green is better on my neighbours. Yeah, yeah, my, the grass is always greener. <laughs> so it's just bad to yourself, bad to this body, feel it, and start making friends with yourself. Beautiful. So, so I use another thing that I use, I have a pet, a cat. And I always look at him and I say beautiful things and I just spread with all this love. He brings everything the best from me, you know. And one day I say, what I can do with my cat and not with myself? So I start using him, my little cat, and each time that I say something beautiful, beautiful to him, I start saying something to myself. It was hard at the beginning. I couldn't find things. I couldn't recognize myself in many beautiful ways because my criticize, my body was very high. My expectation was very high. But that helped me, helped me a lot as well. So use that as well. If you had a nephew or a little one around you, little babies, they always bring the best and they remind ourselves who we really are. And we are perfect in the way that we are had more acceptance and that bring liberating feelings and freedom. So that had been my journey. That had been how I use creativity. And I think the best gift that creativity can give anyone is to break through with that fear of um, failure because to create something, you need to have risks. And don't need to be perfect. Just whatever it is, it's okay. So true. So if people want to connect with you, where can they find you? I have Lina Carvajal, a Facebook page mm -hmm. and Instagram account. Cool. They will both be linked in the show notes for anyone who wants to connect with Lina. Well, thank you so much for joining me. That was amazing. Thank you to you for the opportunity. And yes, my big thank you to everyone that is listening and the opportunity to give the voice to this no speaking English. <laughs> so important, right? Like so it is so important. Um, it's very easy for us to get inside our own box, you know, and and I, that's just a privileged point of view. It's not actually serving the planet as a whole. So I think it's so important to have these conversations. And I want to honour you for putting your hand up, even though I know that it probably felt a little bit uncomfortable to come on an English-speaking show. I want to congratulate you and honour you for you know, stepping aside from the fear and doing it anyway because it's you got such a beautiful message and such a beautiful energy, and I'm so glad that you um you said yes. Thank you, thank you for to you for the opportunity. And yes, that is the way. You we need to feel the fear, but do it anyway. So true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was beautiful. 
And that's a wrap. Go to carlynimo.com to find ways to connect to your creativity and live life on your frequency. Until next week, make some noise. Oh.